Welcome to the Successful Woman Radio Show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Happy Monday to you, queens. Of course, I am so excited that we have a whole new week that we can get things done. This is Queen Trina Newby, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live this beautiful day. And, of course, as always, bringing you inspiration, motivation, and ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas a big success. Again, welcome, welcome. Come on in. I see that our call board is packing out. I'm so glad that you're here with me today on this Monday in the month of June. Here we are in most of the country getting ready to experience our summer months. Oh, yeah, it's getting ready to get hot. And, of course, if you're on the East Coast, for some reason, the East Coast really gets that heat wave, right? So, you know, let us prepare. Let us get ready uh, for some heat. I know I myself, I've been looking out of the window. Of course, my husband, you know, he got the pool all sparkly and clear. And uh, I can't wait to get into the pool. I bought myself some water weights, which really help to um, give you resistance without putting all that pressure on your body when you're in the water. So I'm excited to try those out, right? I'm all into my health and fitness and figuring out the best way uh, to lose weight, to keep it off, uh, without really saying that I'm on a diet, right? Who wants to say they're on a diet? Because, you know, sometimes that triggers or causes us to then start eating even more because we feel like we're being restricted. So for those of you who are wondering, well, what are you doing, Queen? Well, I, I really like intermittent fasting, and I do intermittent fasting from 7 p.m. to 11 a.m. the following day, each day. And that seems to work out just fine. The wonderful thing about intermittent fasting is, depending upon whether you're a morning person, an afternoon person, you know, late afternoon person, you can adjust those that 12-hour window um, that you will eat nothing. You will have nothing to eat in your system, 12 to 16 hours. And then, of course, during um, your eight-hour shift of eating, you can pretty much have what you want in moderation. And, of course, if you're trying to lose uh, more than 20 pounds, you may want to cut low on the carbs, you know, not eat that much bread, that kind of thing. So I'm excited about that. You know, anybody on the uh, intermittent fasting um, method, just let me know. I'd love to talk with you. Let us right now go to God in prayer and just Thank him so much for this beautiful day that he has given us. Heavenly Father, thank you for allowing us again to wake up yet another morning. Thank you. And to have another day to accomplish our business, dreams, and goals. Bless us, O Lord, as we pursue being queens of being organized, queens of action and leadership. Let us not procrastinate on our business goals and tasks, but let us be a movable unshakable, taking action, Lord, on all of those things that you are allowing us to imagine, you are allowing us to vision. We ask for special blessings, Lord, over all of those women and business women that might be struggling with debt, feeling alone and isolated and just not sure which way to turn. Father, let them know that they are definitely not alone. Father, lead them to Women About Biz, the Successful Woman Radio Show. Lead them to someone else, Lord, who may need to be in their lives, Father. Give them the inner peace and strength and send resources and others that can help. Father, I thank you so much for all the blessings that you have given everyone who, who is listening right now, and we embrace and accept all of those blessings and the many blessings to come. Thank you again, Lord, for using the Successful Woman radio show to spread the word about how to be successful, how to embrace the power of being the queen of your own empire, Lord. And thank you for all of the listeners that support the show. In Christ's name, amen. Yes, this is going to be a wonderful show today for everybody. We are in the month of June, and of course, we have a whole nother theme going on 
for this month. So as we look at the month of June, we're going to be talking all about managing your empire like a queen. Now, for those of you that are new to the show or you haven't been on for a while, um, you may hear me use the term queen and the term empire. And what that is all about is the fact that from the time we are born, we inherit the right to call ourselves queens, and that God gives us the ability and the authority to manage our own lives. And empire refers to the fact that whatever you envision, whatever your dreams and your goals are, whatever those things are, that you can have those various assets that make up your empire. So your empire is basically that space of where you are putting your assets, you know, whether it's real estate, um, a small business, whether it's a nonprofit organization, whether it's various investments that you're doing, um, whatever it might be, you are putting that information uh, in your empire. You are running your empire, managing your empire. And guess what? Your empire has properties within it that can generate income for you, right, that can really generate that income. But there might also be other things in your empire as well, people that you let come into your inner space, your children, your family, your spouse, um, other people that you know that you want to bless their lives. Believe it or not, all of those people that become a part of your circle, your environment, actually are part of your empire, they may not see it that way. They may not say, oh, I'm in your empire. But basically, it's just a representation, right? It's just a representation. And so be proud to be a queen of your own empire. Be proud that as you were born, you were inherited the right to have authority over your life and to be the queen of your empire. So all this month, we're going to be talking about managing your empire like a queen, right? I'll be sharing tips and ideas on how, um, how to make that happen and how to be the best leader while operating your businesses. Very, very important. Also on the show today, we have the five questions of business leadership, and we are going to talk a little bit, continue to talk about preparing your mind for greatness. We have some announcements, and then, of course, we'll get right into our hot topic of today as we look at becoming and managing your empire like a queen. We're going to be talking about becoming the queen of communications, you know, we have to pay attention to how we communicate to others, and we have to understand that without people, we can't really have um, a successful business. We are codependent on one another as people. And so we're going to be talking about that shortly. At this time, go ahead and get your pen and your notepad out. So very important for you to take notes. And check this out. In, in order to get the full effectiveness of this show, one of the things that I recommend is that as you take notes, also jot down notes of how you might be able to implement what you are hearing, okay? Be able to implement what you are hearing into your own life, which is so very, very important. Um, one of the Women About Biz members and longtime listeners, Sherry out of New Jersey, one of the things that she's always shared with me is that I'm a long-time listener, and I've been listening to the show for over 10 years now because when I go back into my journal, my notes, I take notes in my journal, and I look at all of the things that I have implemented in my business and life from the show, I have high results from those things. I really appreciate that. And so that's why I keep coming back for more because she told me I'm, we're sowing seeds in her life. And I, I honestly believe that. I honestly believe that. So take notes right? And pay attention to the things that I'm sharing with you. I'm sharing them from wisdom. I'm sharing them from gifts from God who is giving me that, that information to share with you. And then ask yourself, how can, how can I implement what I have heard on the show today. So let us get started as we have a beautiful show lined up for you today. We're going to go ahead and start with the five questions of business leadership. Again, the five questions of business leadership. Now, I want you to keep in mind that these questions are given out every single Monday, 
and they're they're done for a reason repetitively every week so that they can you know get through to your subconscious mind help you to understand okay, uh, that in order to be a leader, there are some things that you have to do and some actions that you have to take, okay? So question number one in the five questions of business leadership has five core areas, okay? So I will let you know when we get to question two. So write down question one and then number some bullet points one through five for the five core areas. So here's question one. Have I set my business foundation? You know what? Even I got something out of this question because I had to go back and take a look at some things, and I realized there were some things that I needed to do. I needed to go back and check on my LLC. I need to um, make sure that everything's okay with that. Um, I needed to um, – I'm getting ready to continue to strengthen my business credit uh, for another business that I'm creating uh, and just incorporate it. So I'm, I'm, I'm making sure that I follow what I, what I teach. And so one of the things that you have to look at is you have to ask yourself, what is your legal structure? Do you even have a legal structure yet? Because you know some business women feel that if they just have a side hustle or if they, they have a part-time business, there's no need to really get a legal structure set up. But I want to point something out to you because, you see, it's all about mindset. I've shared that part with you several times. It's all about mindset and what you think about yourself and what you think about the businesses that you start, okay? And when you go into a business automatically thinking either that it's too little for you to, to take some action that, that other professional businesses do, that one mindset can set you back and really cause business failure. So you really want to be very careful about that. When you start a business, you want to have the best foundation for your business that you can possibly have. And so set that legal structure set up. Have an LLC. Have a tax EIN. Start working on building your business credit. And, of course, all of this you can learn from us at womenaboutbiz.net, right? And then the second core area of question number one and setting that foundation is strategy. You know, you've got to have some kind of blueprint, some kind of strategy of how you're going to go about selling your services or selling your products, right? And it all starts with you asking yourself the question, what do I want to experience in my business this quarter, you know? Uh, or how about what will I do to support my vision and goals for my business? You know, what, what needs to happen there? Um, and how will I implement the task to support my goals, and, and who am I going to delegate it to because I need to make sure that I stay in my leadership role as much as possible. These questions are very important when you're trying to develop your strategy because you need to be clear on what it is that you want. You know, some business women are satisfied and happy with $2,500 a month or even $500 a month, some, some, and that's okay. We have, we have to respect one another's space. We have to respect one another's empires. So whatever you want for your empire may not be what another businesswoman wants for hers, right? So this is why you have to ask yourself these questions before you, you, know, you start developing your strategy because they actually help you to build a stronger strategy. When you know what you want to experience as far as the type of money's coming into your business, uh, as far as the number of customers coming into your business, that then helps you to go create a cash flow and try to figure out, you know, the price points for your products and are they priced at the right um, are they, are they priced at the right points in order for you to generate a profit? You know, you start taking a look at your vision and goals and making sure that you're practicing the hierarchy of vision by setting your goals, then setting your task and, you know, identifying any challenges before you put things on your planner. So, again, it, it really is important for you to understand that part of the success code is understanding that you do have to spend a lot of time with yourself. You do have to spend a lot of time with planning, and, and that in and of itself will take you far. It will take you far. Then core number three, in, still in question one about the foundation, is forming a power team. Have I formed my power team? And then question number four 
is am I automating my marketing, okay? Am I automating my marketing? And what that means is that, you know, you're making sure that your marketing is working for you even when you sleep, you know? Do you have your website set up uh, to be user-friendly on that homepage and a pop-up inviting people to purchase something or to join or to get something of value at no cost so that you can start building your list of emails, phone numbers, and names? Okay, that's, that's all a part of the system. And then core five is am I prepared to receive the money? Am I prepared to receive the money? Well, this is very key here because sometimes we can do, we can think we're doing everything right, and then we stumble over ourselves when someone wants to give us some money for a product or a service, and that shouldn't be. So here are some things you need to be thinking about as you prepare yourself to receive money. You need to have a business checking. You definitely need a good bookkeeping system. You need to have a merchant account and you need to have a cash flow already so that you can understand how many customers you're going to need, what your price points are, what your break-even point is, so that you can understand how the money is going to flow in your business. So now we have finished up with question number one, right? Have I set my business foundation in which I shared with you five core areas of that? Now we're moving on to question number two. What are my top three business goals this month? Again, what are my top three business goals this month? This is very key because you want to make sure that you are clear. One of the things that I think is a commonality amongst us is that we are great as women about creating lists. It's the, usually the creating the list and writing down, you know, what it is that we want to experience in our business is not so much of a challenge for us as much as it is picking three of those things and staying focused enough to work on just those three things within a 30-day period. And so what I'm suggesting to you is that very method is that create a comprehensive list of things that you want to experience in your business for the rest of the year and then pull three items out of that that are priority, just kind of prioritize them and pull out three uh, for the current month. And if you plan properly, you'll go ahead and prioritize and pull out three um, and, you know, maybe do it for like this month, June, July, and August, right? You'll do it for that. So, again, I want you to understand that being the CEO of your business is about planning, it's about organization, it's about decision-making, and it's about keeping your eye on how that money is going to be made and how much of it you have already made. So very, very important. Moving on to number three in the business questions of leadership is, do I have my power team in place? Now, we talked about that in question one, but I'm coming back around to reiterate that because power teams are so important. For those of you who are new to that particular uh, term, a power team basically is an internal term that you basically have to, to represent a group of professionals that are to help you get things done. They will shorten your learning curve and help you to move your business faster, um, sometimes 10 times faster, right? And so some people have like a graphic designer, um, they may have a web designer, they may have a bookkeeper, they may have a person who takes care of their content and writes their articles, they may have a person who is doing uh, social media content for them and creating different types of images and posting their social media. So you get to decide what type of professional should be on your power team. Now, here's the thing. You may not need all of your power team at once. Again, you may not need all of your power team at once. You might use different people at different times. The thing is, is that most people who are on your power team, professionals, already have their own business. They already are servicing other clients. So you aren't the only client. And it's a great way to be able to utilize the services of professionals but not drain your budget when you don't need to use that person you're not, you're not needing to, right, which means that you get to um, redirect your funds in other areas and to other power team members who can help you with other parts of your business, which is so important. So, again, you know, I just want to remind you of how key it is 
for you to have a power team. So you don't have to go around saying, I want you need to be on my power team. You need to be on my, no, that's not what it's about. Okay, it's this an internal term that you are using so that you could, let's say, for example, create a group in your phone contact that says power team. So at a finger, at, a, at the press of a, a touch, you will be able to contact someone when you need something. Okay, and the one thing that you should know about developing your power team or collecting a group of professionals and their contact information, knowing about their price, you have to vet all professionals who are part of your power team. What that actually means is that you have to talk to each person, ask them, you know, how long have you been in business? Can you show me some samples of your work? You know, can you give me two or three references that I can call? Um, Those things are very important. Now, when someone recommends someone to you because they've been using them a long time, you may not have to vet them as much. What you may have to do, though, is call and get acquainted with them. Just the same, it's important that you understand that you can't wait to the last minute until you need something to identify someone who is going to be able to help you with that, Okay. That's where we get ourselves caught at all times because as business women and as women, part of who we are is that we are multitaskers. And I think that has a lot to do with our natural, um, our natural ability to be a mother, our natural ability to pick up on what needs to be done, okay? We automatically can become multitaskers. I think it's a part of, a, of our DNA of what God blessed us with. And there will be a time that you will need multitasking. Okay, but in business, you need to minimize the use of multitasking, trying to do so much at the same time, because it causes you to lose focus on the things that are most important. Okay, and so again, having that power team and vetting that power team ahead of time, and and so that they know who you are when you call them, very important. Number four in the five questions of business leadership is, am I being consistent with marketing and communications? You know, we talked about this a little bit in question number one, but we need to reiterate it again here. You know, marketing communications is very important. As a matter of fact, we're going to be talking about communications today. You know, but when you don't realize the importance of marketing, what happens is that you have dead silence in your business. Nobody's calling. Nobody's inquiring. You're not talking to anybody. You're not generating any income. You're not able to take care of your accounts payables and pay your bills. There are a lot of things that go on when marketing doesn't take place. And the truth of the matter is, you know, sis, you just don't have a business if you're not consistently marketing. You know, you may have a side hustle, but it's not gonna it's not gonna benefit you in the way that you want it to if you're not willing to effectively and consistently market. I think one of the things that intimidates business women about marketing is you have to really be aware of who your target market is. And a lot of business women have have issues of knowing their target market. That that seems it, it seems to be a very muddy area of of how to figure out uh, the target market. But one thing that you need to know is that finding your target market is kind of trial and error kind of thing, okay? But when you don't know, what you should know is that if you were excited enough about starting the business and you're excited about it, then it is attracting you in some way, first and foremost, as a consumer of what that is. So start with yourself asking yourself, you know, why do I like this business? What excites me about the products or the services, you know? Um, and use yourself as a model until you have a few customers to then do a survey and find out what it is that they want. And, and then you can begin to fine-tune through trial and error and learn what your target market is. So sometimes you're not going to know what your target market is. Now, another way to expedite that is if your industry – The industry that your business falls in has an association um, of some kind. Normally, specific industries have already kind of identified target customers, the best way to market that business. They've already identified a lot of that. So you may want to check out and find out if your particular business type has an industry, okay? Very important. And then last but not least, in the five questions of business leadership is on a 
scale of 1 to 10, what's your belief level? Again, on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being the lowest, 10 being the highest, 5 kind of being in the middle, what's your belief level? Now, what does that mean when that question is asked of you? Well, this is a question that you have to really, first and foremost, be truthful with yourself. You know, sometimes we try to impress our own selves. I know that sounds crazy, right? But we do. Sometimes we try to impress our own selves by lying to ourselves, right? And we don't want to be honest. So therefore, when we're trying to grow in a particular area of our lives, sometimes we don't grow because we're not willing to be honest about the situation. This is one of those questions that can turn out that way if you're not willing to be honest about it, okay? So your belief level, sis, is directly tied to your actions, right? Your actions dictate the level of your belief. And if you're taking action, you should see goals being accomplished. You should see your to-do items marked complete, right? You should see yourself moving forward. You should be having an aha moment. You should be creating synergy. You should be taking swift and immediate action. Why? Because your belief level is at a high peak. Now, keeping it transparent, I, my belief level is probably at an eight. That's probably where my belief level is. It's at an eight because I have, I'm taking action on my to-do items. I am moving forward. And even in spite of my own self, when I want to procrastinate or when I feel like I don't want to do it or when self-doubt tries to creep in, I recognize it right away and I do what I need to do anyway because I am believing that what it is that I want in my life and business is important. And I'm not going to even let my own self with my, with my inconsistencies sometimes, with my um, self-doubt sometimes, I'm not going to let my own self get in the way of what it is that I want because I already know that there are some habits buried within my subconscious mind that can work against me from, from old, the old days when I allowed myself to be in environments or be connected to people or, 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 or thinking the wrong things about myself, I know that there are some habits, unfortunately, that were built and ingrained from all of those experiences, right? So I've worked hard to create positive habits, to write over all of those things. Just like in a hard drive, you get to save over things, write over those negative beliefs that hindered me so that I can move faster at a much speedier pace. So again, I understand it. I, I'm not going to bring up anything to you that I don't understand, okay? I'm not going to sit here and try and be an expert on something when I myself haven't even been through it and I haven't I haven't did it myself. And so again, I want you to realize that all of the information that I give to you, it it comes from a place of love. It comes from a place of fail failures. It comes from a place of successes. And through my failures I think I teach more of because I don't want you to go down the wrong path. You know? And the truth of the matter is on the area of belief is that we all have supernatural powers given to us by God. When we were born, we inherited the right to call ourselves queens because, because God gave us that authority here on earth to be over what we create. You don't have to worry about competing with somebody else or you don't have to worry about what somebody else has and um, start feeling bad because you feel like, why can't, I, why can't I be successful like this other person or what have you? You don't have to worry about any of that because what God gave you, what he, he allows you to think of, what he allows you to envision, it's for you. Nobody else can touch it unless you allow them to, unless you give up your power, right? And so these are things that you need to understand. And I'm telling you, sometimes you have to sit yourself down and you have to get yourself in a mental place of acceptance of your own self and your own abilities and knowing that God gave you the inheritance of being a queen. He gave you supernatural abilities. And if you, if you embrace that, 
if you realize that all of that worrying that you do, all of that procrastination, and all of that lack of belief in yourself can all disappear overnight, when you make a decision to say, you know what, I'm getting ready to have an inauguration ceremony for myself. Don't nobody else have to be there. But I am getting ready to have an inauguration, and I am going to get ready to receive the queen title from God that I am queen of my empire, and I'm getting ready to take responsibilities. I'm getting ready to practice the right type of belief, that unshakable faith, that level of belief that requires you to take deep, deep immediate action on all your dreams and all your goals. I'm getting ready to do that. And in spite of my own self, in spite of the human side of me, because you know we have two sides. We have a spiritual side and we have a spirit and we have a human side. But in spite of that human side, I am going to pick my behind up. No more self doubt. No more negativity. No more hanging around people who are naysayers. No more putting myself in the wrong environment. No more disbelieving and, 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 and having procrastination all because I, I'm feeling low and, and my frequency is low. No more of doing that. From this moment forward, I will practice the right level of belief. I will take action knowing that the action in and of itself is the antidote and the answer to all of that negativity that I was feeling and that now I am entering a whole other spiritual realm of, of living as a human being because I now understand that I have supernatural powers. I now understand that there is a belief level that I must reach and have in order to be the successful woman and businesswoman that I need to be. Now, you can take that to the bank, queens. You can. I have lived it. Many of you who are listeners of the show are living it, right? And so, again, that belief level is important. So it starts with honesty. And if you're not at a five, you know, like in the middle, if you feel like, you know what, my belief level is low, and I know it is because I, I haven't taken action on nothing. I haven't taken action on anything. I, I wake up every day um, procrastinating. I'm still working on the same thing after three or four years. You know, I've been saying I wanted to write a book. I've been saying I want to get things done, but I can't seem to make that happen. Go back to your belief level because your belief level requires you to do what? Unshakable faith, that's that belief level you need, right? That's the belief level that will help you get to, to between, you know, a 7 and a 10 on the scale. Unshakable faith is that level that you need, right? It requires you to take that swift and immediate action. So swift means now, right? Swift means in a hurry. Swift means now. Immediate means now, in a hurry. Swift and immediate, Right? When you take that kind of action in your life, when you stop procrastinating in your life, when you give yourself the value that you deserve, when you are ready to receive the title of queen, when you're ready to embrace your worth, there's nothing, nothing that can hold you down, nothing that can stop you, nothing that will hinder you from being a success. Take that and do something with it. Write it down in your notes. Ask yourself how you're going to implement the five questions of business leadership that will help you to hone in and become a powerful CEO, a powerful businesswoman, a successful woman making the money that you so desire. It's 1234 after the hour. For those of you that have just tuned in, you're listening to no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show. This is Queen Trina Newby. So excited that you are here with me today. So excited that you're here with me. You know, I often read a lot of articles about Oprah, because as many of you know, Oprah's a billionaire and she's been very successful with her Harpo Productions and uh, she's done a lot to help a lot of people all around the world. You know, she has a, a school in Africa where hundreds of girls have gone through that school now. Many have become successful. Many come here to visit her uh, throughout the year. 
um, you know, and I and I I'm fascinated by how Oprah has grown as a woman because I I see I see her um, and what she's doing. Like if you've noticed lately, if you've ever if you see some of her videos, she's lost a lot of weight again, and um, it looks good on her. And the way she looks, it tells me that she didn't do it fast. That she's probably doing her Weight Watchers program because you know she's heavily invested in Weight Watchers. Uh, financially, and I've been reading a lot of articles on on Oprah, and I really, really appreciate all of the things that Oprah represents, and I appreciate her for being probably one of the best examples, truly, probably one of the best examples for, for women and black women about how to rise from the ashes and how to make things happen in your life, you know, very, very proud of her for that. And so I do read a lot of articles. And one thing in particular uh, that I want to point out is an article that I wrote, uh, an interpretation I wrote from multiple articles I read about Oprah called Success is a Process. And for those of you that are um, – you know, silver or gold members at Women About Biz, you know that this is a part of our lifestyle program. Um, but I want to share it with everyone because I, I, I think it's just very powerful. So Oprah says, success is a process. Moving with the flow of life and not against it will be your greatest achievement. And I want to repeat this quote because I, I really have had some aha moments from it. Again, she says, success is a process moving with the flow of life and not against it. It will be your greatest achievement. So Oprah did a segment on CBS where Gail, her best friend, interviewed her, and she begins to to talk about some of her younger life. In this segment called Note to Self on CBS News, she is in really rare form when she shares what she would say to her past self and the wisdom she would share now. And I want to share this with you. So Oprah starts the letter sweetly. She, she begins to write a letter to herself, and I want you to listen to this. She says, dear beautiful brown-skinned girl, she acknowledges the beauty within herself, which is something she has shared in many interviews, you know, that she didn't feel as a child growing up. And she says, and I say beautiful because I know that's never a word you would ever call yourself. She talks about the good times and how proud she is of herself, but in the letter, she also addresses her relationship with Bubba, one of her earliest boyfriends who she totally had to kick out of her environment, right? She takes Bubba to the television station she first started working at, and she had given him a tour because she was so excited. And she says he seemed less than impressed, but the truth is that he is totally intimidated by it all. She said in the letter, she says, you don't know this yet because you see yourself only through his eyes, a lesson that you will have to learn again and again to see yourself through your own eyes and to love yourself through your own heart. And she continues the letter and says to share that she spent too much time trying to please other people and being what they wanted her to be. She told herself that she understood why she was like that. It was because of the wounds of her past, being raped at nine and molested between the ages of 10 through 14, and then being whipped as a young girl by people that said that they loved her because she stepped out of place, or so she thought. You see, she wasn't allowed to cry out or even be angry, which damaged her self-esteem. But through it all, she says to her past self, you managed to hold on to a belief in God and even more. Now, this is the letter she's writing. And even more importantly, God's belief in you. That, my dear, will be your single greatest gift, knowing that there is a power greater than yourself and trusting that force to guide you. She goes on and talked about the day her life was forever changed. It was the day she answered a call from a gentleman by the name of Chris Clark, who was a news director at WLAC-TV. She later became a news anchor in her senior year of college. It was Oprah's never-give-up attitude, even when she felt like it, it, it was something that, that she didn't want to do. 
okay, her faith and her belief in God and trusting that he has a better plan for her or had a better plan for her has taken her places she never imagined she would go. And so what I did as I as I summarized that letter she had wrote to herself to just abstract some of the parts that I feel that other women need to know, I also have some food for thoughts from the whole my whole experience of listening to her read the letter, okay? Food for thought number one was know that there is a higher power, something greater than yourself. We call him God. Number two, you must learn to see yourself through your own eyes and love yourself through your own heart. See yourself through, through God's eyes as well. God loves you. He created you to be a queen of your own empire. Number three, be gentle with yourself. Oh, you know, we all need this. Be gentle with yourself. Know that you are beautiful. Know that you are beautiful. Embrace your beauty and who you are. You don't look like anybody else, okay, but you. And then number four is in spite of your obstacles and trials, hold on to your belief in God. Hold on to that. See, in spite of your own self. See, that's how you begin to have unshakable faith, right? You have unshakable faith because you're holding on to God and you're holding on to your belief in God and God's promises and God's ability to give you supernatural powers to take care of yourself and to be successful. Number five, stay open to opportunities because it can be God opening the door to your success path. So never close up on an opportunity just because you, you don't, you've never done it, you've never heard of it, you know. Um, and then here's number six, success is a process. Oh, yes, it is. I can attest to that. I've been in business now for over 30-plus years, and I can tell you it is a process. I'm still in the process. Never, ever give up on your dreams and your goal, okay? And then lastly, number seven, as, as I share with you these food, from, food for thoughts from um, an experience I had of reading a letter Oprah had read, wrote to herself, number seven is move past what others think and create your own thoughts, create your own path, okay? Move past what others think and create your own thoughts. Right? Because sometimes we hold our own self back, not because of what we think of ourselves, but because of what others think of us. Okay? I want you to think something. If you ask yourself a question, where would I be if I had just followed up and practiced um, and put into action all of the things that I have desired and, and wanted to experience in life? Would I be in a much higher place financially? Would I be in a much higher place from a belief standpoint within myself? Would I be in a much higher place spiritually? Okay, I asked myself those questions, and it was an uh, 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 unequivocal yes. Heck yeah, I'd be in a higher place. Yes. If, if I wouldn't have, you know, listened to my first boyfriend who tried to make me feel like I was stupid and less than, or if I had not listened to other people who, naysayers, who didn't want me to have something just because they didn't have it, you know, I, I was caring about too much about what other people thought about me. Not that I shouldn't care. Not, you know, there's a difference. But when you care what other people think about you to the point to where it starts dictating to you who you should be, that's a problem, okay? That is a problem. And so, again, I had to learn how to get out of myself. I had to learn how to be successful in spite of me. I had to get past me, right? And that's what I desire for you, sis. I desire for you to get past yourself so you can start practicing those supernatural powers that God has given you that you were born with. That I want you to start feeling proud to call yourself queen. I want you to feel good about the fact that you have a whole empire that you can create and run on your own and that God meant for you to have a, an abundant life. He meant for you to have that abundant life, you know? Put your, put your right hand over your heart right now. Come on, put it in your chest. Put it over your heart right now. And repeat after me, I am a queen. I am a queen because God said so. I am a queen because I say so. I will embrace my inner power. I will practice 
unshakable faith. I will take immediate action on my dreams and my goals starting right now, starting right now. I hope you said that with me, and I hope you felt the vibration of your body as you, uh, on your hand as you held your hand over your heart. I hope you know and I hope you understand that you are a powerful spiritual being living in a human-hosted body and that God didn't make no mistakes with you, that you can, too, be very successful. So as we go right now into just a few announcements, I want to uh, remind you to make sure you visit our website, WomenAboutBiz, that's B-I-Z as in zebra, WomenAboutBiz.net, N-E-T, WomenAboutBiz.net. And check out, you know, you can listen to the podcast, click podcast, and, and it'll give you the player to listen to previous broadcasts. Check out the blog for, like, the latest articles and different things that we have available for you. Um, if you click on... Um, build your empire, you know, and then crown clubs. All of our crown clubs are different subject categories such as ideas, startup, marketing, growth, and networking that are going to empower you with articles where you can take notes and figure out how you're going to implement what you are actually reading, okay? Very, very important. I want to just make a couple announcements on on, um, a few things, okay? I want to let you know that we have some new articles loaded up for you. And one of the things that we made a decision to do is to repurpose content from Successful Woman Radio that we are already doing, which really goes a long way because it, it helps us to be more efficient and it helps you um, to, to be more purposeful with implementing what you're learning from the show. And so we do articles uh, from a lot of the show content that we do. And here are some of the articles that you definitely want to go and read. They are very detailed, um, and I think that you'll really like them. Five Ways to Protect Your Intellectual Property, Marketing on a Budget, Ideas to Monetize Your Business, Becoming the Queen of Productivity, and Becoming the Ambassador of Your Business. All of these have now, these were all show topics that have now been put into articles there for you to take advantage of, to absorb all of the lessons in there for you to implement in your very own business, okay? So go ahead and take a look at that, okay? And in order to read those articles, remember you have to be at a minimum a bronze member. That's our free bronze membership. And if you haven't joined, then go ahead and go on over to womenaboutbiz.net, click on join today, and click on free membership. I've had some people asking me, how do I become a member of the other memberships that I've heard other people talk about? Well, that is invitation only, okay? We want everybody to be a free member, first of all. We want to give. We want to add value to your life. We want to bless you. We want to sow seeds of success and prosperity into your life, right? And then, you know, participate as that bronze member so that we can go ahead and send you an invitation to become a silver crown or a gold crown member. It's just as simple as that. So go ahead and sign up for the free bronze membership and then experience women about biz, okay? Experience our family um, of business women. Experience some of the things that we do. Participate in our monthly lunch and learn um, that we have. So, again, very, very excited about that, okay? Moving on. I want to go ahead and move right into our topic for today, which is becoming the queen of communication. Make sure you get your notepad out because it's some good stuff. In the fast-paced internet, interconnected world of business, of course, effective communications is, is huge. It's paramount to our success. You know, as a matter of fact, it's all a part of marketing. You know, you got to communicate to your clients, your customers very frequently. So whether you are negotiating deals, presenting ideas, or interacting with your customers or clients, the ability to convey your message clearly and convincingly can make all the difference, right? As a business owner, developing and refining your communication skills, it, Queens, it should be a top priority, this is all a part of you being the CEO and planning as a CEO. So today, I'll be sharing key strategies and techniques to help you enhance your communication abilities, right? I'm going to give you some things that I do. Number one, active listening. 
Active listening is a, a essential part of effective communications. And so when engaging with customers, prospects, different people, make a conscious effort to fully understand their perspectives and their needs. You know, you want to have a notepad because um, one of the things that really stopped me from jumping in on, on the conversation too much, because that is a habit that I have, is not letting people finish out their sentences or their thoughts because in my mind, I'm busy formulating how I can help them and I'm so ready to help them. I can, I can be pouncing on them like a puppy, right? And, and not giving them the opportunity to really get all of that out that they need to. So what I do now is I have a notepad and I take notes and I focus more on taking the notes and what they're saying so that I can then go back and properly address and provide some resources and different things, okay? And it's called active listening. Practice active listening by giving your undivided attention, maintaining eye contact, responding fully, right, and even repeating some of the things they're saying back to you so that you, you can assure them that you're on the same page. By genuinely listening, you will gain valuable insights, you'll build trust, and, astra- and establish stronger connections than ever before. So that's like when you're going to a networking meeting. I've been talking to, I, I've been with people before, and they ask me and smile, oh, what do you do? And as, as soon as I start talking about what I'm doing, I notice that their eyes are all over the place looking at who's coming in the door and who other people are talking with. And some have even interrupted me, hey, I'm right here. Hey, I'm coming over there in just a minute. And it, it's like they're not really even listening to me and what I am saying, okay? They're not active listening. So, again, like even when you're going to a networking event, being an active listener means the person that's right in front of you, be open and honest and let them tell you who they are and what they do. And then you share with them, okay? Um, But the the key part here is active listening is about respect. It's about giving your undivided attention, okay? Here's number two as we talk about communicating. Be clear and concise. You know, um, in this fast-paced world, sis, clarity is very crucial. If you're not clear, they're not going to be clear. So whether communicating with your clients, your team, um, your customers, expressing your thoughts in a concise and easily understandable manner is essential, right? So you need to avoid jargons or complex terminology that may confuse your audience. Okay, structure your messages logically and provide, you know, relevant examples or or different things that can help them to understand. Remember, simplicity is key and clarity is always important for effective communication. Here's number three in reference to being the queen of communications, nonverbal communications. Oh, this is a good one right here. Nonverbal cues play a huge role in conveying your messages. As a, you know, as a businesswoman, be mindful of your body language, facial expressions, and gestures when interacting with others. Okay, very, very important. I once had a client of mine um, who said that she had a meeting with the client to go to him and talk to him about doing a business plan, and she realized that he was just about to like they were hypnotizing him. She had uh, her breast, a part of the crevice, the slit in her, in her breast was showing, and a top that was, she, she realized she had put on too low of a top, right? And she said to herself, why did I put on this top? He's focusing on my breast and not focusing and looking at me in my eyes and what I'm talking about, right? And so she realized that she was giving the wrong body gesture. So what she did was she took a, a, a napkin that was on the table and she laid it across her chest. And, and um, as they were eating and talking, she laid it across her chest. And she noticed as soon as she did that, he focused on her eyes. He focused talking with her, right? Very, very important. So maintaining an open posture, using appropriate hand movements, wearing the appropriate dress and clothing, um, not causing anybody to stumble and lose focus on what they should be, be focusing on, maintaining eye contact to demonstrate attentiveness and engagement is very important. Your nonverbal signal should align with your verbal, your verbal communication. For example, if I say that I'm, a, I'm an image consultant, but when I go to meet somebody, 
my image not looking so consultive, consulting, right? It's, it's like, okay, you know, I'm looking tore up from the floor up. Something's not right there, you know? And so, again, you, you, you want to represent. You want to represent your business. You want to represent who you want the customer or the client to perceive that you are, okay? Very important. So, again, your nonverbal signals should align with your verbal communications, reinforcing your message and building trust within that individual. That's so very, very important, you know? And that's one of the things I, I have learned over the years is not to mimic what everybody else is doing, but to really be myself in every way that I possibly can be. Number four is adaptability and empathy. Adaptability and empathy. You know, effective communication requires for us to adapt and for us to empathize with other people. Recognize that different individuals have unique communication styles and preferences. Adapt your approach accordingly, considering factors such as cultural backgrounds, um, personality traits, and different communication practices. Show empathy by acknowledging others' emotions and perspectives, fostering an environment of inclusivity and understanding. So very, very important, you know? Like if you were going to a networking event, you would never not talk to somebody just because you felt that they didn't look like somebody that you should not talk to, okay? Um, You want to talk to someone because you want to give everybody a chance. And 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 you might go, I've been to networking events before where I've seen other women standing all by themselves in a crowd, nobody saying anything for them because they don't look like they got it happening. They don't look like they have it going on. And I'm going to tell you now, some of my closest friends are those very women that were standing in the networking meetings, and they are some of the most wealthiest women, I might want to add, and some of the most successful women, Right. And um, it's really interesting. I've always been attracted to the underdogs. I've always uh, been friendly to everybody because you never know who you are going to meet. I'm like that when I'm, when I'm driving and I see homeless people on the side of the road. Heck, I don't know if it's an angel. I don't know who it is. It could be, it could be somebody, you know, scamming other people just standing there collecting money. But that's not for me to judge. I look at what's in my heart. And what is in my heart, that is what God is judging, right? So you have to make sure that you have empathy and that you can adapt to the various types of people, the various environments that you will be in. Here's number five, utilize various communication channels. You know, I don't think that any of us are using all of the channels that are available to us. We don't want to we don't want to overwhelm ourselves, but at the same time, we do want to um, want to utilize the various channels that are available to us. So some of those channels, you know, um, that I'm talking about include uh, social media networking, right? You know, um, a lot of other platforms, video conferencing platforms, just different platforms that allow us to run our businesses effectively as well as communicate effectively. You know, for example, Zoom is a lifesaver for a lot of people. Google Meet, which is like Zoom, is a lifesaver for a lot of people, right? And then number five is provide constructive feedback. It's a powerful tool for growth and improvement, okay? Focus on specific behaviors or outcomes. Be objective. Provide And then always be learning is number six. Continuous learning is key. Develop effective communication skills and always, always but always realize that by practicing active listening, clarity, adaptability, empathy, you know, you can enhance your ability to connect with other people and you can be one of the greatest uh, inspiring and most motivational people around. It it allows you to do that and it allows you to feel good yourself. So there you have it. Become the queen of communication. Make sure that you go back over your notes and ask yourself, how can I be the queen of communication? How can I better start uh, providing better customer service? How can I better start communicating? Am I communicating uh, through video? Am I doing videos now? Am Am I on social media? Ask yourself these questions accordingly, okay? 
Well, we've come to the end of the show. How about that? And, you know, I want you guys to remember to read your notes, review your notes, and look at how you're going to implement these things, especially your notes on the five questions of business leadership. It will take you to a whole nother level. It is my desire that you step outside of your comfort zone and that you think for yourself this week. Come on, you can do it. Take courage. Make it happen. Practice unshakable faith, that high level of belief that's going to help you be successful. Take care, everybody. Love you.